2: But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off. Free express shipping and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.
3: What's up, everyone? Grand Rising. Happy Monday. It's very dreary here today. Just counting down the days to be in sunshine and on the beach. I started reading a new book Hello to anybody that's just joining I started reading a new book called Three Magic Words I had no idea what the book was going to be about It was just recommended And I was like, okay I'm going to read this book Or start it anyway I I don't know if anybody else is like this But I read I start to read a book and I never finish reading the book I'll read something else And I'll go back to the other book I don't know if it's just the way that my mind works, but I don't typically start and finish books. Certain things, certain projects I start and finish, and other things I don't. Okay, Amy has read it. Three magic words. So we're going to read from some of that today. Um, <laughs> Kiss me beautiful. Well, alrighty. Good morning, grand rising. Um, So I'm going to get into it, but the first thing that I want to say of the beginning of the day is it would be nice if we allowed everyone to just be who they are. There are so many people focused on you need to do this and you should do this and you should do that. When I spread this information, when I talk about these things, I love to educate. But being someone that is an educator does not mean that everything that I say should be taken as gospel or that you should even believe anything that I say. Aloha! I truly believe that we can or we, if we choose to, take people's teachings or the things that they say and always do your own research for yourself, always read about things for yourself, Um, At this time, there's people that are just looking for leadership, just looking for a person to be inspired by or look up to. But the reality is, is there's so much information circulating everywhere all day long. So when I'm talking about anything that I say, please read for yourself. Because a lot of things that I talk about are things that may not be the norm to a lot of people and to some people it's very familiar and we're all on our own journey and I just encourage people to good morning from California the audio is better Um, so I just encourage people to always do their own type of research and look into things if you resonate with things that I say or that anybody says just do your own due diligence for yourself um you know, now that we have access to the internet, everyone becomes an expert. And I hope that I never come off that way to where it's like, this is what I say, and this is how this goes. And it's just like, everybody just knows everything. And I'm just glad that we're at an age of information where we have these things at our fingertips. But at the same time, um, we really should look into things ourselves. Um morning from oh carrie hi mama i was like wait who's in mexico because i'll be in mexico next week okay so i'm reading from three magic words and i didn't get to the three magic words yet so now i have the freaking heat on and i'm getting hot in here and i feel like i look naked with this tan shirt on but that's okay okay the same power brings both good and evil. Sorry, guys, about the disrobing. <clears throat> if, you engaged in, if you have engaged in competitive athletics, you've seen a sign in the locker room that read, a team that won't be beat can't be beat. And you know that a team that understood the meaning of that sign was a winner. Thank you, thank you Karen. I'll pin that. Thank you, darling. A team, I just pinned that. Where'd it go? Okay, pinned. A team that won't be beat can't be beat. What does that mean? When you have a group of people, it's even more powerful than just yourself. A group of people that band together and they have it in their mind, they will not be beat. It's all about the subconscious program. It's all about the programming in your mind that is going to shape the reality that we're all in. A team that won't be beat can't be beat. It's very simple, but it's also very profound at the same time. It just shows you how powerful the mind actually is. If you're a businessman, you've heard it said, think big, do big. And you know that the men who operate on this premise, they do big things. That is where their programming is. If you're constantly thinking to yourself or in your job, I can never have that guy's position. I can never be as good as her. You're right. Because whatever it is in our program and in our mind is the only level to which we can achieve something. Right? How can we get higher to a higher level, attain to a higher level, if we don't even believe in our mind that we can get there? We really can't. Because it's only us that limit to the height that we can get or climb to. That's all that it is. If you're a member of a family, you have seen the power of faith, work, in miracles. In an illness, in a financial insecurity, in birth, in death, in all of life's events. If you're a member of an organized religion, you can see the tremendous power of prayer. If you've ever been in your life faced with a crisis, you know the calm inner self you have turned to in a flash, which has rewarded you with an answer in an instant. And that's so true when when we're in a time of crisis and we just close our mind and we find some kind of stillness. The answer will usually come to us and it'll feel like almost as if it fell out of the sky. But it's coming from that subconscious mind that we have the answers within ourselves, which is why I love to talk about this because it's about our own empowerment and empowering ourselves. Yes. I was wondering why that wasn't moving. I was like, what's up? Everyone has a unique brain, use it or lose it. <clears throat> Everyone has experienced this power to some degree. It's not so securely locked away that each human being does not touch it during some period of his life. Yet strange to say the vast majority of humanity the strange, yet strange to say the vast majority of humanity shrug it off as perhaps only a fortunate circumstance, a coincidence or good luck. When we start to realize how much the subconscious mind has to do with our actual reality, we'll no longer see things as, oh, I just had I really good luck that day. It's either you have blind faith in it or you don't. And somewhere in the subconscious mind, there was a blind faith in it, which allowed it to happen. It is important for you to remember every day of your life that the same power that brings you good fortune also can bring you bad fortune, and it does so according to how you use it. The only reason it brings so little good fortune to the great mass of people is that they do not know that this exists. Use it but sparingly and use it in the wrong way. Their conceptions of themselves are locked in the subconscious mind. And just as surely as the earth rotates, their futures are mapped out according to these conceptions. I know that we all don't agree about the shape of the earth, so we're not going to get into that, but they just said as surely as the world rotates, their futures are mapped out according to their conceptions and thoughts. Their futures are mapped out according to our subconscious beliefs in ourselves and about the world and about our experiences. The only way they can become free to achieve success and happiness and health is to arrive at truth, unlock the lock, discover the key. Which is the subconscious mind, our supercomputer. The mind that never sleeps. So we've talked about this before. Our subconscious mind is working 24-7. Even if you don't want to believe that it is. While you're asleep, your subconscious mind is still working and processing. So again, if you're sleeping with the television on and you are hearing the trash on the TV all night, your subconscious is being programmed with The programming on TV. So how do we utilize that time while we're sleeping? What I do every night, literally, for over a year and a half, every single night. I put on reprogramming the subconscious audios on YouTube or different apps. And then my subconscious just listens to it at night. There's affirmations. There's subliminals. There's all different kind of frequencies that you can listen to. That will help to reprogram what you have going on. And what a better time than when you're sleeping. You don't have to do anything. It's just the subconscious mind that is already listening. To what's going on in the outside world. That is reprogramming your inside world. While you are sleeping. Perhaps you do not know or truly understand. That the mind of man is not alone. Memory and reason such as he exerts when in a conscious active state. There is a man. There is in man a mind that never sleeps, that is constantly active, with untold reservoirs that have yet to be plumbed. A mind of such infinite capacity and power that it could not possibly belong to one man alone. Yoga Joe, of course you put on healing frequencies. But you always feel so great in the morning. What are the programs called? So it depends on what it is that you're looking to do. If, the, if you want to um, heal emotional wounds or trauma, if you want to manifest a specific person into your life, if you want to attract prosperity and abundance, happiness, you can put in um, manifesting more money or whatever it is you type it in. And there will be so many of them that are seven hours, eight hours, six hours long, two hours long, Um, Amy, I prefer though to listen to affirmations because then when I wake up I'm just like ready to go Um, so that's my preference I did it for prosperity for a while and then okay so if many people have blocks have subconscious blocks and you're trying to manifest or draw to you or magnetize something to you and you have these blocks when i do the subconscious or the listening audios at night it really helps to just repeat an affirmation over and over again so that my mind gets it it's like hey this is what i'm trying to impress upon and you're not even listening you are listening but you're not consciously listening you're subconsciously listening to it while you are asleep hi julie Amy, I've been doing it every night for over a year. But sometimes I'll do, I will do—I will listen to just like binaural beats and things like that. Um, because with all the frequency things and the frequency wars that is happening, I don't want the chance for there to be any frequency that I don't want impressing upon my subconscious when I can actively hear or inactively hear what's playing. That's just my thoughts. Oh, wait, I have to take off. I had to take off my Alavita patch. This thing makes me have the craziest dreams. Craziest dreams. Um, The Adventist psychiatry has told us a good deal about the subconscious mind. We know, for instance, that its memory is perfect. That is the thing, is that the memory of the subconscious mind is perfect. Once there is something that is impressed upon it, whether it's a trauma or statements that you heard as a child or you're not good enough, or we don't have enough money. Or you're stupid. You'll never amount to anything. These are the type of things that impress upon the subconscious. Things that are traumatic tend to impress upon the subconscious more easily than the positive things. So it says your mind, the memory of your subconscious mind is perfect. It does not forget these things until you start to do the reprogramming. Dean, you're going to love them. You just got to be patient. Uh, The skilled psychiatrist can run back 20 years in patient subconscious, eliciting a scene from him when he was six years old, and the scene unfolds with color, sound, and detail, such as could not be recorded on photographic film. A bird's song faint on the summer air, the soft rustle of maple leaves drying on the grass, the distant rumble of a train, the grimace of of, uh, a countenance, the movement of a person, words, inflections all exact even to emotional impact. And yet here is a scene that the conscious mind had long forgotten. So when you're in that state of hypnosis, when you are taken back to a certain time that your conscious mind does not or cannot even remember, it's somewhere in your supercomputer. Just like this computer sitting here has programs that I don't even know is in there. And at some point I uploaded these things. I don't remember that they're in there, but they're there. Just like in the subconscious mind. Things that happen to us, whether it was great or traumatic, we've forgotten about. The subconscious mind has it stored in the supercomputer. So that if you are going to a hypnotist or hypnotherapist, and you want to get to the bottom of something that's been really plaguing you, and you have no idea why you have this block, and this hypnotherapist is able to take you back to a time and place that has caused this block within you, and you didn't even remember that this happened or could have left that type of impression upon you that's how powerful our mind is love frequency, sound healing 432 hertz, 963 hertz are my favorite love X39 patches yes Emily, I'm sorry but I'm glad that you're here okay, probing the subconscious let's see Psychiatry concerned with restoring people to mental health has run back along the time track of the subconscious mind, probing for emotional sore spots, then exposing them to the patient's conscious mind so that he can rationally judge how trivial they are. Varying degrees of success have been achieved in the restoration of mental health by such methods, and certainly enough to have merited the procedure. Sometimes, disaster has occasioned when a serious rejection of the conscious mind has been elicited from the subconscious and submitted to the patient who, in terror at this exposure, has lapsed into hysteria or stony depression. So great have been the emotional conflicts aroused. But the probing of the subconscious mind has unearthed a vast store of unknown material. Under deep hypnosis, patients have described noises and surroundings that could have been experienced only in the womb. So our subconscious mind goes all the way back to almost conception. I think it's a little bit further after that. To where you the, you can hear things and remember things. It's all stored in our supercomputer. The subconscious mind is the most powerful creative instrument in the universe. It spans space and time. manifests form from substance reaches out to all knowledge and it exists in every single man. So how powerful would we truly be if we all knew that we could tap into the subconscious mind and if we all knew that what is stored in our subconscious mind is creating the reality around us? Why is it that you think that we were never taught these things? Why is it that you think that these ideas, facts, were hidden from us? They were hidden from us because it shows the power that we have within ourselves and the things that we can do with the power of our mind. Like when you have all these studies, these scientific studies of people that have healed themselves of chronic illness, of fatal illness, through their mind. It wasn't just by luck. It was people that found the right tools to be able to help them reprogram their subconscious mind to be able to heal themselves. The master and the servant. We talked about this. Are we going to be a master to our mind or are we going to be the servant? Gar, I see you just hopped in. We have so much power inside of us and the system would crumble if everyone knew. And that's the truth. But the problem is because of the way that we've been programmed, because of the way that we think this world works, Right? We are the servant, collectively unfortunately, the servant to our mind instead of the master of it. And what these type of teachings will teach you is that or how to become the master of your mind and not the servant. If you can master your mind, that means you have control over your reality. And this is why I disagree with religion so much is because religion teaches you that the power is outside of yourself and not inside of yourself. I don't care what your beliefs are. I'm just saying how I feel. Everybody is free to do what they want and what works best for them. But growing up as a Catholic my whole life and constantly hearing that I have to tell something outside of myself about my sins and that the craziest one to me was if a baby doesn't get baptized in the Catholic church, And he dies before he's baptized, the baby goes to hell. I think that all these things are insane and they are fear-based. I don't want to live in a fear-based world, so therefore I'm not going to create a fear-based type of living or thinking. So are you going to be the master of your mind or are you going to be the servant? And some of us, a lot of us, most of us, because of the way that we've grown up, we're the servant to the mind because that's what we're taught, is that we're that insignificant that we don't have any power. We don't have any power over the way that our world is going to work. We think that the world just happens and then we react to it. Instead of our reaction, our feelings, our emotions are what create and what manifest. So if we understand that our thoughts create and manifest based on our emotions, which is energy in motion, I learned that from Master Sri then we would understand that how to become the master of the mind. Emily. And if we don't master the mind, we're not going to master our life in the way that it looks. Yes, gangster, um, gangstar. Message me and I'll read it. You might wonder why with such an inexhaustible subject as this, we should concern ourselves with the conscious mind at all the tiny insignificant conscious mind in comparison to the subconscious that only remembers a very few years few facts that has barely learned the rudiments of thought and indeed is scarcely capable of dealing with its immediate surroundings we are concerned because here we are dealing with master and servant and startling as it may seem the tiny little conscious mind is the master it is like a button that works a switch, that works a lever, that starts an engine, that generates electricity, that moves the world. The subconscious mind does exactly what the conscious mind tells it to do. So if every day your conscious mind is worrying, it is impressing upon the subconscious mind that you need to worry. You need to constantly be in a state of worry. So that subconscious mind is able to attract all of the worry what, or give you things, more things that you have to worry about all the time. Makes sense, right? I'm like, wait a second. Okay. Herein lies the problem. No one consciously wants to be sick. No one consciously wants to be poverty-stricken, unloved, or unsuccessful. It would be impossible to elicit admission from anyone in the world that he consciously desired these negative things. Yet if he has them, Just as surely as there is life, he has ordered them for himself. Now, again, this isn't shit I'm making up. I'm reading this from a book called Three Magic Words. I like to read things from all different sources. Yes, I'm going to save this. Um, I like to read from all different sources just so it's not very biased information from one author. Because a lot of people, when they hear about these type of things, automatically think that this is New Age type stuff. But this actually has nothing to do with New Age. It has to do with the subconscious mind, the studying of the subconscious mind, the science behind the subconscious mind. And the fact that before we embodied this human body and there was other civilizations... I should put that on silent. Other civilizations... Use their mind for everything. They didn't communicate verbally. They communicated through their mind. Just like when people you're thinking about someone, all of a sudden they call you or they text you, you're like, oh my god, I was just thinking about you. Those are telepathic messages that we're communicating with someone. We don't realize that we're doing it. But that's mental telepathy. So the reason why we don't know that we're doing that, we don't have the awareness, is because our third eye, which is the pineal gland, has been calcified on purpose so that we don't realize that we can travel to other dimensions. We don't realize that we could astral project and all these things. And when you talk about this stuff, there are people that will say this is satanic and all this other type of shit. They've written about this for thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands thousands of years before religion was ever created of how powerful the mind is what the mind can do quantum it's just energy it's just frequency we can't understand that because we aren't taught that way but just like a radio station or cell phone towers send signals from tower to tower to our cell phones To our Wi-Fi routers. You can't see that that's happening, but it's happening. In the same way that I can communicate telepathically to someone that I'm close to. That we're tapped into the same energy field. And they'll know. You ever sit in a room with somebody and there's a conversation happening. You're not feeling the conversation and you just look over at someone. And you know exactly what the person that's looking back at you is thinking like, Oh yeah, this person's crazy. That's telepathic communication. That's being tapped into the same energy field as somebody else. So, yet if you have poverty, unloved, unsuccessful, just as surely as there is life, he has ordered these things for himself through the subconscious mind, which is our belief system. Hawaiian have your pineal gland is a transmitter and a receiver. Just like electronics. We are no different. We're electrical beings. We've lost that because we're not taught that. We're only taught about our physical. physical body our biology you learn biology in school you don't learn about your energy in school all we learn is that we're physical and that when we're sick we have to treat our physical symptoms but what about the energetical symptoms that we have what about the energetical energetic blockages that we have who helps us clear those people that can move energy People that can manipulate energy. People that have mastered these things. But we're only taught about our physical bodies and we have to take care of our physical bodies. And the things that we eat are going to nourish or make our physical bodies sick. But what about our energetical bodies that have stored emotions that cause the tumors, that cause the cancers, that cause your headaches, that cause your physical pain? We're not taught those things. Why? Because if we know that we can manipulate energy, that illness is not really a thing anymore. If we understand how all these things work, there's no need for the systems that are put in place that make trillions of dollars off of the sickness of human beings. So he is the victim of prompters set into the subconscious mind by the conscious mind. When someone says something mean to you, or has... I'm sure every person, if every person in here can comment one thing you remember from your childhood that someone said to you that made a lasting impression. Please comment that. One thing that someone said to you that you'll never forget. My mom, she used to tell us all the time how ungrateful we are. If, if, if one pillow was out of place, emotionally unstable would be putting it lightly, right? But it's something that we always remember. You're too sensitive, Karen says. Those are the things, those are the prompts that when you hear them, they leave a lasting impression and they're impressioned upon your supercomputer. And those are the prompts that will make you, that will live your life for you. You will live from that space. You're not good enough. Dazzle them with brilliance and baffle them with bullshit. Bobby says, you'll never have enough money. I'm only useful for work. So, people that survive hug the trunk of a tree. People that live are out on the branches where the fruit is. Jim, hi. My stepfather telling me that our dog loves my mother more than I do. No right, no reason for it. Carrie, why would you think you deserve that? That's a huge one. And so everything that we do, we come from that space. Well what do you think why do you think you deserve that? These things are what impression the subconscious and then we live from them until we See exactly where our I amness is is the way that we can change it. I have a different left hand. Father said I can never use it, but I got past it. Most people don't even know it now. That's amazing. Beautiful, guys. Don't be shy on commenting what something that impression your subconscious told you. I was annoying. My mom couldn't stand me. Imagine. The people that are supposed to love and nourish you made you feel that way. Emily, I hope that you were able to work through that and know that you are loved. You're not annoying. But we live from these spaces. These are the traumatic things. These are our prompters. These prompters have been buried by the conscious mind, much as a forgetful dog might bury a bone. Remember, neither the place or burial or the fact of it. was even buried. These prompters in the subconscious mind are responsible for the great hordes of unhappy people who now troop to psychiatrists. They have spread more mischief for individual lives and for humanity as a whole than any other single thing. They have given the world insecurity, hostility, greed, corruption, and hate. They are broken keys in a divine instrument. They have thrown mankind out of tune with the infinite. They have thrown mankind out of tune with the infinite. They are the lock that bars the door to self-realization. For example, Fred Smith is an unwanted baby. As an infant, his first searching for love from his mother meets with complete rejection. To cope with hurt, Fred Smith develops an aggressive, arrogant attitude towards life. As he grows older, he forgets that he ever desired love from his mother at all. He takes pride in the fact that he needs nobody and nothing to make him complete And he runs over people to attain his ends. He is the making of a dictator or a murderer. Let's go back to when we talked. Okay, my mom told me stop the crying anytime I was upset. So you're not able to express yourself. So how does that show up in relationships for us? Stop crying or I'll give you something to cry about. That was a big one. Unable to express yourself. So what happens? You harbor those emotions. That could manifest into many things. Outbursts of anger or rage. Sickness. Anything. I was taught never to cry at five years old. Imagine at five years old you were not allowed to express yourself. So what is that doing for your subconscious mind or your supercomputer in life? Maybe you have a really difficult time expressing yourself. Or that you're important. Or that your needs are important. Or maybe you are someone that's an overgiver. 40 years old and still working on it. We're all a work in progress. I don't know if we ever get there. I think there's very few people in life that get to that level where they're just, they've mastered their shit. We're all still working. on. We all still have our triggers. Even as much as progress as we've made, we still have so much more to go. But that's the fun part is dissecting this. At least it's fun for me. Seeing what my triggers are. And pinpointing exactly where they came from. My older sister said my dimples were a deformity. So look at these things. Little girls should not be seen or heard. My father saying whatever's supposed to happen will happen. Let it flow. He and my mom left this world in 2021 on the same day. Father with a heart attack. Mother with a stroke. Oh my God. Did they, were they really attached? And were they really like super in love? Can you tell us a little bit about that? Because that's. That's like the notebook type stuff. If our parents are still alive and we have a lot of hurt occurred by them, do you believe that we should tell them how we feel? I'm a big person of a love oh, not love letter letter writing because it allows someone to digest what you're saying instead of you waiting for a response. If you say it to these people, and that's just my thought, when you say things to people in person, it puts them on the spot and they might have not have the right reaction or thing to say to you. That's just what I've, I've learned. And when you write a letter to someone, they can really look at it. They can think about it. They can go in their mind and say, it, is what they're saying true and accurate? How do I feel about this? And then can give you a better response, possibly. Some people might take it differently, but I think it's different when you're a person versus writing something that someone can actually absorb and re-listen, re-read and, and really just re-hear what someone's saying in black and white. Um. Let me just see. <laughs> I would love a session on what you just mentioned being an overgiver. And a lot of us are overgiving when we are trying to and I learned this a really long time ago we're trying to relive the cycle through our parents of what we didn't get from them in relationships. So if your parents didn't give you attention or the praise or the love that you deserve, you will, you will probably end up as an over-giver because you're always trying to play that out that someone will just give you that validation that you're worthy of love. So you just keep on giving and giving. You don't even realize that you're giving. But you're just always there for somebody because you want the validation that I am worthy of being loved. Louise hey, such good stuff. Oh, that's good. Uh, You can heal your life. Talks about confronting the people who hurt you or how to do it if you physically cannot. Only you can heal yourself. We have the power inside of our minds and our brain. Okay. Um, where was I? Okay. Let's go. So this guy takes pride in the fact that he doesn't need anybody and nothing to make him complete. And, okay, what I want to say is he's, here is the making of a dictator or a murderer. So, is it that severe for all of us? No. Thank God. But when you when you go back to, if you guys watch Dahmer, and I know people were like, oh my God, it was satanic, but I just, I'm fascinated by the mind and what it can turn somebody into depending on how you were programmed as a child. So someone like Jeffrey Dahmer, who was not loved and did not have that support from his family, and he learned early on that... A dead creature, something without life, could never leave him. His father was always leaving. His mother was emotionally unavailable. She, From what they depicted, she disliked him a lot, never gave him attention. So when our program is set to certain things, can that breed something as serious as a dictator or a murderer? That is our programming. And as crazy as that is to listen to or hear... You can see where people are coming from based on their programming. But if we go back to looking at all the the lives of many serial killers. Some people are just born completely evil. I'm not saying that he wasn't evil. But I'm saying based on the way that they depicted his story. Is that he didn't have anyone. And that someone that was dead or an animal that was dead was not going to hurt him or leave him because they literally couldn't. And think about how twisted that is. Fred Smith hates life because his first reaching for life was rejected. He is simply rejecting that which first rejected him. He can't help himself. Consciously, he has long forgotten the cause of why he's like this. But the memory of the subconscious mind is perfect. The pain remembrance or prompter buried there will not let him rest. So until we resolve what's happening in the subconscious mind, we can only come from that space. Like I always say about a computer, if you want to play Call of Duty and it's not uploaded in your computer and all you have is Wheel of Fortune, your computer is not going to play Call of Duty. It's not uploaded there. The programming in this computer is only Wheel of Fortune. Okay, well how are you going to change that? You could either say, move over Wheel of Fortune. I'm going to upload Call of Duty. Or you can try to delete that program of Wheel of Fortune through mem- through energy work, through reprogramming the subconscious. Is it ever fully deleted? I don't know. We always have triggers. There's always things that come up. Or can you upload a different programming? You want to play Call of Duty? Upload Call of Duty. You can play it on your computer. Just like... In your mind, if you don't have the programming that I am loved, that I am nourished, that I am cared for, that I am wealthy, that I am deserving of good things, you can't play that game on the computer that doesn't exist. So when we talk about the reprogramming of the subconscious mind audios, when we talk about people that do energy work, when we talk about hypnosis and going, having someone actually facilitate going into your subconscious mind... And helping you understand where your thoughts are coming from. Or manipulating and moving things around. And that's different. The lonely person desires love and friends. Yet no matter the circumstance, he or she cannot seem to attract either a loved one or a social circle. There is a prompter in this person that repels love. Such as, nobody ever did anything for me if you've had one or both parents or caretakers that never did anything for you, that never made time for you, that programming that you're going to go out into life is that I'm not enough. Nobody nobody will ever be there for me. So what shows up into your reality? Nobody. Nobody being there for you. Karen, I missed what uh, what else you said. Everyone can rewrite stories. Um, not a fun upbringing or adult fake relationship. I don't know what you guys are talking about this time. Um, okay. So, what are our prompters? Which is our which are our I amness? Nobody ever did anything for me. I am not important, right? That translation that translates to I am not important. So, what's going to show up in your life? All things that prove to you, not because you're not important, but because your belief is that you're not important. You can't trust anyone, or people just people are just out to get what they can get out of you. Or even worse, the prompter may set up a sense of inferiority, such as, you're not good enough. You won't amount to anything, or nobody loves you. So when you have our parents, caretakers, whoever they might be, that don't show you love, that tell you you won't amount to anything. How else can you go out into the world but with those beliefs? How can I reprogram my mind about shame? There's a couple of answers. And again, it's not all the answers, but it's the things that I've come across so far. Reprogramming the subconscious mind, right? So you can listen to audios at night. I am worthy, right? Or they, they probably have even suffered for shame. Uh, with the subconscious mind. Okay, that's one thing, right? The thing that helped me the most was working with an energy facilitator that was able to move my energy because I recognized after six, eight, nine months of trying to manifest something instead of being something that I wasn't able to do that. Why was I unable to do that? Because I had racing thoughts all the time. I had obsessive thoughts all the time. Things that I did not want to think of but they wouldn't stop. So I'm like, I randomly one day found this guy, Robert, that is an energy healer or energy mover, whatever you want to call it. And I just happened to stumble upon him, and I started to read his reviews, and I'm like, I think I need to talk to this person. So I set up an appointment with him, and I did my first session. And after my first session, my mind was completely still. So it wasn't until then that I realized that I was literally coming from or having a trauma brain, right?, And if you know about EMDR therapy, it's eye movement, um, desensitization, repetition, I think it stands for. But I've done that, and it helps to reset your central nervous system back to its original shape and its original way of working or functioning. If you're coming from a space where you have what's called trauma brain, you're not thinking from a normal set point. You're at a heightened state of fight or flight and all these different things that happen so you, maybe you have these obsessive thoughts you have this trauma thing that you keep thinking of how could you possibly manifest or draw to you what you want when you're constantly coming from more of a fear based place or something that you don't have control over so for me and for you dealing with shame um, that was really the fastest way was through that energy work you can do the reprogramming of the subconscious mind that stuff is amazing But something that happened even faster was working with an energy facilitator that was able to literally bring my mind back to balance. Quote, unquote. Because I'm so a little imbalanced. Um, So that's two of the ways. Affirmations is another really great way. When you start to have these feelings of shame and things, what affirmations can you say that are the opposite? Right? That I'm worthy, that I'm powerful. That I am the goddess of my reality or I am the god of my reality and people when you people hear you say that they lose their shit but it's the god of your mind right it's not saying that people will argue about say calling yourself a god goddess whatever it's just words I know words can't spell so I get it but if you understand and if you use those affirmations every time that you are saying something that is not true It's going to help you with the reprogramming. Block bad frequencies and vibrations. Don't worry. Be happy. I mean, if only if it were that simple. I am affirmations. Help me. Whatever we say after I am, we become. I'm worth more than the narcissistic lies, deceit, manipulation. I am worthy of great things. Right? I am worthy of great things. What are the great things that you want? What are the specific things that you actually want? What is greatness to you? Be specific about it, right? Um Powerful subconscious mind, it manifests these beliefs into actuality. So when you say you won't amount to anything, you're not good enough. Nobody loves you. Who do you think you are? You can't afford that. These are all things that program the mind because then people start to think, Well, maybe I can't afford this. Maybe I should hold on to my money. Maybe I should. And these are all fear-based beliefs. I tried EMDR, but I didn't connect with the therapist that was administering the treatments. Would like to try again, maybe. Well, that's super important. The lady that I went to was in LA, and I went to a place. It was in her house in the Hollywood Hills. When you go into these places, it's like literally going into like a time warp. It looked looked like um, like a gnome lived there. Everything was purple this lady was obsessed with purple. Every time I saw her, she was dressed in purple, had to tell purple earrings, purple necklace, everything. Right. So she had these little trinkets everywhere. So it was just kind of a very magical enchanting kind of place. So I was like, I vibe with this lady. And so when I went there, she was really good at what she did and she would explain everything to me. And she was just, she was just a really good fit for me. Um, So if you don't have a therapist that you really vibe with, then definitely look for somebody else. I mean, that would be my thing because I had a therapist when I was really young and I was like, this guy's an idiot. It was just not a match. You guys, we know our people. We know. Pay attention to the ones that were like, yeah, this ain't going to work. Don't try to force it. Who can be successful with a subconscious prompter that keeps convincing him that everyone is better than he? Who can achieve anything with a prompter that convinces him that all achievement is worthless? Who can rise to heights with a prompter that has him believing that he has no capability? The answer is no one. For the subconscious mind is the great creator and it creates exactly what it is prompted to create I'm gonna read that last sentence again. Subconscious mind is the great creator and it creates exactly what it is prompted to create. So what are your prompters? What are your prompters? Because those, those prompters are gonna create the world that you want or don't want. But it's all according to your own beliefs, your own prompters. I'm not good enough. I can never have that. Everyone else always gets what they want. So everyone else can get what they want, but you can't journaling. That's another good one that I forgot. Journaling, scripting, writing out. So for the person that, that has the shame thing, scripting is another good way to write exactly the opposite So if you're coming from a space of shame, what is the opposite? What is the perfect ideal life that you feel, that you want to feel about yourself? Mine's in a small room with no windows and I'm claustrophobic. The therapist was a spaz. Yeah, run. (laughs) Run. If people don't vibe with us, just, just go. You know? If it doesn't fit, don't force it. But I think we can leave off there today. This is a very interesting book. Um, there's a lot of really good nuggets in this book. And I love reading about the subconscious mind. So whenever I find new things, I have to just dive in. And like I said, I never read an entire book. I go back and forth. I just skip around. Um, energy flows wherever our focus is. So let's figure out what our prompters are. And then can we tonight... Or can we today start journaling, start coming up with affirmations for the opposite of what our prompters are, the negative prompters? And tonight, can you listen to something that is going to help reprogram your subconscious mind? So again, we're here Mondays and Fridays now instead of Thursdays. So Mondays and Fridays, 930 Eastern Standard Time. So I hope everybody has an amazing week. My retreat is a week from, well, I'm leaving a week from tomorrow. Wednesday it starts. So if anybody wants to come to the retreat, it is March 22nd to the 27th in Tulum, Mexico. Um, You can still get tickets. There's a couple left. NourishMySoulRetreats.org and you can use code CRYSTAL for 25% off. The sun's coming out. Well, not really. There's all chemtrails and clouds in front of it, but sure. Um, So yes. Julie, you're going to like it. There's a lot of really good nuggets in this book. So it's good. But I'm going to see some of you next week. And anybody else, if you want to come join us, it's going to be so much fun. It includes the retreat, it includes your hotel, and it includes your meals. NourishMySoulRetreats.org. Have a beautiful day. I got lots of shit to do. I got the gift bags just came. So today, the um, organic dental kits from Primal Life Org are coming today. Ben, I love your dog, Tigger, too. Um, So, everyone have an amazing day. And Carrie, I know, it'll be so much fun. Next one, you'll come. But thank you for listening and have an amazing flight today. Um, Yes, guys, have a great day. And I will chat. Um, I'll be on a lot this week. I'm sure of it. Um... I have a new person, a new amazing person to introduce you to this week. Um, So I can't wait for you guys to meet her. She has an amazing institute that we're going to talk about. But I want her to talk about it and tell you about it because she's on here right now. So I'm super excited for that on Thursday night. And I will see you guys, who knows, tonight, tomorrow, Wednesday, whatever. Have a wonderful day. I'll post this. Love y'all a lot